Flag football. It's a podcast mainly about football. Matt Hankins, how you doing? You look so sad. Careless whisper. It's the it's the lighting. This lighting in this room is not <laughs> look, nearly as festive as have, my office lighting. But you have I got new, sad face. I got sad uh, sad foam. I've got a lot of sad foam on the wall. Yeah. I got sound foam. I tucked into a corner. Uh, my workstation is several milk crates that I ordered to move records. Hell and yeah. I'm sitting in a very hard metal chair. But we're going to test it out. If this sounds better, I will put forth some effort into making this space more accommodating for a, uh audio discussion podcast. That sounds great. Uh, you know, modcast. <laughs> you really only get that kind of care and attention from Throw the Flag uh, presented to you by 256today.com. Speaking of care and attention, I have to uh, bring something up because I was neglectful. I'm dying to get some care and attention if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Who's care and attention? <laughs> What's that, baby? You think I'm a threat? You should see me later. Girl. <laughs> Karen. Um... A couple of weeks ago, I, I uh, you know, had... Karen Whisper, Karen Whisper, Karen Whisper, Karen Whisper. Hey, there's minorities over there. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I was uh, careless in mentioning only uh, a couple Auburn fans but I that, who listened to us, but I was neglectful in not mentioning our EP, who's been with us through it all. Darren Kennard. So thank you, Darren. And from both Matt and I, a big war eagle. Nope. Does not <laughs> sign off. Does not sign off. No. No sirree, Bob. Oh, you know, this is an international podcast. Thank you, Russian bots, for listening to us. Um, however, um, we, we do have something locally to share. Um, as it was announced today, July 12th, 2022, that Huntsville, Alabama will be the new home, or home, to the newest MLS Next Pro soccer team named to be uh, determined. I feel like I'm being set up here. Joe Davis Stadium is being renovated, and we are getting a a triple-A team, basically, for MLS. Feels like a setup. You can go to the Wikipedia page, scroll all the way down to future teams, and when you see that, you will see Atlanta United 2. See, I feel like I'm going to start talking. And go ahead. Go ahead. They're going is... to turn on me and they're going to make fun of me like they always do. No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, in I... fact, this is the kick in the pants I need to become a big old football head. So here's the deal, gang. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you this straight up right now. It is pound for pound the most fun soccer experience this this league is the funnest because you can sit basically on the pitch. Yeah, you can yep. hear so much good cussing. There's so many good cusses and lots of different dialects. It is fun. It is usually relatively inexpensive. And guess what? The game is always over in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're never gonna be like, oh god, it's only the fourth. It's the bottom of the fourth. I, I have no idea how long I'm gonna be here. They start a watch. 
<laughs> you literally start a watch at the beginning and say, when this time is up, we're going to add just a few minutes for funsies, and then we're out of here. Um, <clears throat> no, I, 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 no I, I had I had Atlanta United uh, two season tickets as well. It was a wonderful Wait, experience. that's the actual name of the team? It's Atlanta yeah, United 2? So, all right, again. No, 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 game, I'm not making fun. I'm, so I'm not making scared. fun. I'm, I'm not making so fun. I'm so scared. I thought you would appreciate it because we commonly joke about the SNL skit, Lamar Alexander 2. <laughs> Lamar Alexander 2. No, no. So what happened was, okay, before the MLS, there existed a soccer league in the United States. Um, called the USL, and uh, what happened when the MLS came in, a lot of those teams still existed, and so they they make up a second league, a lower-tiered league, very similar to how Division One college football and Division Two college football would work. Completely separate entities, and they have a single tournament that everybody plays in uh, for the U.S. Cup, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, not Lamar Alexander number 2, which is another <laughs> joke I make literally every year for that trophy. <laughs> Um, and so a lot of MLS teams decided, well, why don't we just have our own farm system? We'll put our teams into this league. They'll play there. Then they quickly realized, oh, no, these teams are not that good. They are, we are getting <laughs> pummeled by these, long, by these adult men, like these long-established USL teams. They are just beating the brakes off of our children. We don't like that. So the USL so turned into the, the MLS? The, they called the USL now like the Champions League because that's a common nomenclature. Yeah. Um, and they moved all of the MLS-affiliated teams down to this MLS next thing. So these are sometimes 16, 17-year-old kids or, you know, like 22-year-old yeah. journeymen. Like these are people – these are the farm clubs. 22-year-old <laughs> They are literally the minor leagues for – the MLS teams, which is even better for Joe D to be back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be Thirsty Thursdays all oh over my God. again. It's going to be amazing. This time it's going to be football. And then they'll give out a bunch of free tickets, devalue the entire franchise, and they'll have to move to Biloxi. Um, so, no, and now that I'm looking at it, the LA Galaxy 2, the New yep. York Red Bulls 2. So, so the MLS Next Pro is the Champions League. It is not. It is a okay. level below that. Okay, so what is the Champions League? The Champions League are all the teams that existed before Birmingham. Birmingham has a team. They are a USL really? team. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. so this is exclusive, but so it, this is affiliated with MLS, though. It is. These are their farm clubs. Okay. So MLS is the Premier League. Yes. USL is the Champions League. Yep. MLS Next Pro is like the affiliate, the AAA yep. affiliate that. Okay, so MLS Next. See the stars of tomorrow today at <laughs> Joe Davis Stadium. So MLS Next Pro. It's actually a really good tagline because the Huntsville Stars. MLS Next Pro. Can any of those teams be relegated above to USL? No, we do not do relegation okay. here in okay. the United States. We, but because my God, America. Not even between. <laughs> Not even between USL and no, MLS. the twos were strictly carved out as wow. they were just okay. getting their brakes beat off, and they're like, "We don't. This isn't helping these kids at all to be beaten up by adult men who are professional soccer players who just don't happen to that be their only job." <laughs> uh, this this logo for for Atlanta United two is pretty strong too. It this, is the this... two is pronounced. Yeah, yeah, they did a good well, job. Like, with this, this year uh, for us in particular. Uh, the Atlanta United fan base, um, this year has been racked with injuries. 
And really? so there are three dudes who I have watched play for three years as children who are now starting for the big club. <laughs> so I love it. Aaron McFadden is one of my favorite players. <laughs> and he has made his way up because um, a couple weeks ago in warm-ups, our starting left back slipped on a track in Toronto. Banana peel. And is out for two months. Good Lord. That's so nuts. This conversation is going so well and you look so happy. I had to double check that I actually was recording because... That's the trick, folks. There's if, the if I, if I somehow screwed up, you'd really never let me live it down. You'd never hear the end of it. Um, that's ex- the soccer conversation. <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, exciting. I would be very excited, except for they are the affiliates of the hated Nashville club. Yeah. I hate. They can go to hell and die. They're so oh, stupid. Oh, God. Oh, no. That is, they're just the assholes. Why? Of, if your colors are yellow and blue, why would you make yellow the predominant color? I don't know. I don't know why they're doing anything they're doing there. And they hate Atlanta. And I hate them. <laughs> and the owner of, of the of the Nashville SC, two, two of the five, <laughs> Derek Henry and Reese Witherspoon. You know, famous Nashvillians, Derek Henry... <laughs> And Reese Witherspoon. You know, we talked about this. One famous for playing in Sweet Home Alabama, one famous <laughs> for playing at Alabama. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I think I'm a soccer guy now, huh? I mean, look, for all the fun you like to poke at me, mm. it will be an enjoyable experience. If the, if the trash pandas are as hot down there as, oh, yeah. as they are, like, this will be a fun, enjoyable experience. Experience it will be like and, there's no pressure. It's again two hours. Yeah, uh, have a beer and watch the soccer ball get kicked around. I love it. I really do enjoy those games. I um, I mean when I was in D.C., you know, I probably went to about ten or fifteen uh, D.C. D.C. United matches, and I I enjoyed it every single time. It was like an easy tailgate. It was like going to a Navy football game. It was a pleasant yeah. tailgate. You yeah. go in like you like you said. You know what's going to end. You. you you know, you you hear you feel the stadium shake just because this yeah. was. Uh, I'm not RFK. asking anybody to get behind the thing. I'm just saying, give it a whirl. Yeah, give um, it a whirl. I'm gonna give it a whirl. Well, we'll go from football to football. Um, this is just kind of a one-off, but I, I wanted to get your take on this. Uh, and it's a very loaded question, but Texas Tech plants a 200 million dollar football stadium uh, and and facilities project. Um, four-story building in the south end zone. Um, it, 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 the building that encloses the south end of uh, Jones AT&T Stadium, uh, or the building will enclose that the south end of, of, of that stadium. So it's, um, I don't understand, like, why try anymore if you're Texas Tech? Not necessarily Texas Tech, because this isn't how, like, this isn't the silver bullet that puts you... Uh, it moves you above a tier. Nobody, a tier when they are looking around to who are we going to pluck from this dead conference, no one's going to say, well, you know what? Out there in Lubbock, they got a hell of an end zone closure. Did you see the size of that building? It is four. Count them. Four stories tall out there. Let's just go get them and bring them into the Southeastern Conference. If you read this AP. The view from that building, you can see six to eight steers. <laughs> like, you should legitimately read this AP story. Um, Texas Tech plans $200 million football stadium, comma, facilities project. 
um, because it reads like the AP just copied and pasted. Can you place. imagine getting locked in the shed of a four-story building <laughs> for a bad performance in practice? Can the you only, imagine that? The only good thing about Texas Tech and Mike Leach. <laughs> Combined. Not Mike, not Mike Leach's time at Texas Tech. Nope. Nope. Ever. Um, I, I don't know, like, you know, I guess you never, nothing ventured, nothing gained, but shit, man, that seems like a lot of money. Or maybe that's not a lot of money. Maybe Auburn just put in a $1 billion uh, facilities upgrade. Well, or... I, I, I mean, I, it's Texas, it's football in Texas, so, I mean, there is no discounting that. And up until, you know, recently, they were in a, a big conference, yeah. and maybe there'll be a big conference again. I guess at some point you got to spend the money on something, but yeah. that seems like a lot of money. To, I just, I think my, the thing I'm tickled at is, like, there's going to be a four-story building on campus. Wow. Can you believe it? <laughs> like, what do they – I guess that's multi-purpose. There'll be a weight room. Yeah, uh, sure. How many tortilla launchers will, will – Oh, my God. Will they, arm the top of that pavilion? They need. That's they, all I want to know. They need room to for that guy to, like, ring that bell and look like he's doing Can something else. Can you fling else? tortillas from the parapets of the four-story <laughs> building? You remember that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van that, like, shot pizzas? Uh-huh. The party wagon. <laughs> um, also, it says here, Vanderbilt is also investing in their program by building a second treadmill. <laughs> and this one will have a laptop attachment. <laughs> um, the Alabama Crimson You want to talk about feeling old, pal, I'll give you this tidbit. Uh, my son has been up my ass to play Fortnite late, lately. I hate playing Fortnite. Uh, Are you saying Fortnite? Fortnite. Okay, thank you. Fortnite. And um, he's much better at it, and he cheats, and he will not just play the re- game regularly. He puts me in some sort of one-on-one battle where he can shoot me and laugh at me. Does he do that dance? And he does that dance, and he says, bruh, constantly, and it makes me enraged. Um, so I was like, oh, we should be playing Ninja Turtles. Let's do that. And he looks at me and says, what do they do? Buddy, you just I don't said, even know. What? You don't know what a Ninja Turtle? No, no. Come on, let's play Ninja Turtles. Is this guy good? No, son. That's Raphael. He's statistically the worst. He's the worst. So that's how old I felt. That I had a child that didn't even know what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is. And I know for a fact that his mother wears a Ninja Turtle shirt. I don't know, 70% of the time. <laughs> okay, I have a... W- Let's both say the turtle that we identify with on the count of three, okay? One, two, three, Leonardo. Donatello. Yeah, I, I figured you for Donatello. I figured you <laughs> for Donatello. The purple. Smarty Art turtle with a stick? Yeah. Come on, dude. And the, the, the purple seems more your... Oh, yeah. Donatello was eternally my dude. Okay, okay. We're going to get a little further off the tracks, but we're in Ninja Turtles. Did you see the thing that made the rounds on the internet a few weeks ago about how the turtles got each weapon? No. Okay, so here we go. Master Splinter, right? Head right in charge. Sure. H-R-I-C. <laughs> he knows his turtles. He knows each one of their personalities. <laughs> so he gives them a weapon that is opposite those personalities so that they must learn and grow. Raphael, nice. right? Hothead. Maniac. Crazy. Gives him the size. But those are sharp. Are, they're not sharp. They're actually blunt. What? They're a defensive weapon. Oh, shit. So he has to learn to be cool and calm and defend. Yeah, okay. Michelangelo, party animal. Doesn't think, doesn't pay attention. Nunchucks, you need precision 
to work a nunchuck and you knock yourself out. But you're a rude, crude party, dude, and you've got these things that are just going all over the place. Uh, so he, if he not wants to not want to knock himself out, he's got to learn to control himself. Sure, 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 sure. What's Donnie up Donatello, to? Donatello, right? Technology inventor. Yeah. They gave that dude a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah, yeah. a stick, my dude. Yeah. Figure out how to work this stick. Leonardo, reserved, calm, quiet, but he's the leader. Mm-hmm. They gave him the one with the knives, with the with the sharp edges, because he had to learn sometimes you might have to kill a foot clan. Sometimes bonking him over the head ain't going to work. Sometimes yeah. you got to kill. But he's the only one responsible enough to wield two-ass swords. <laughs> I um, I identify with Leonardo because um, I wear blue a lot. <laughs> you do. You and, do wear a lot of blue. Um, I'm a douchebag who thinks he's in charge. So... <laughs> Uh, also, I like I was I was smiling when you were talking about Splinter because I was thinking of uh, TMNT two Secret of the Ooze, uh, featuring Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> like I, I get it that he's an Asian rat, but <laughs> go on YouTube and see some clips of him talking. Man, it is it is not twenty twenty two. Except it's not. It would not. It, it would not. Um, there also is a if you're on YouTube looking at Ninja Turtles. Um, Maybe just type in uh, "it's real '85 turtles." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Man. type that in. You're gonna have a great time. I might watch <laughs> that tonight. The Alabama Crimson Tide land uh, quarterback Dylan Lonergan. 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 Um, you know, we were talking a couple weeks back that we didn't want Arch Manning Mm-mm. because we don't want it to screw up our quarterback room. So Dylan Lonergan uh, joins um, Eli Holstein as the 62nd and 59th best uh, recruits in ESPN's top uh, 300. <clears throat> the For the first time since 2019, Alabama has multiple ESPN 300 quarterbacks in the same class. Those two quarterbacks 2019, Talia T- Viola and Paul Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one are, not, which are still with the program. I am not getting excited about any more quarterback signings. No. Because, no, no. like, look. The, the About anybody. No. Like, the game is different. The transfer portal has changed all of this. Like, yeah. It really yeah. just has changed it. Like, it's so much easier for these guys to leave. And, and, and that's fine. I don't. I, the, the transfer portal has, has taken us from, like, a person in a breakup who's like, okay, well, I guess it's really over. And then, like, to now when it's like, well, I still got a chance next year. Still got a chance. Still got a chance. <laughs> it should be back. But, yeah, like, it's it's fine. Like, um, as long as we have two good quarterbacks, that's the number. You need two. You have to have two. Quarterback yeah. on the field, quarterback in waiting. Somebody's sure. probably going to get hurt. Um, somebody's going to need you, – you're going to need some playing time from here or there, but no. Um, I'm just done with – and, again, especially for us at Alabama specifically. Um, we – this isn't something that I personally know how to deal with. I've lived my whole life not having a hot prospect at quarterback. Like, this is a recent phenomenon. Yeah. Um, remember how excited we were when Florida State cast off Jake Coker. Yeah. Decided to join the – and, you know, Jake Coker won a national championship. Yeah. I defy you to name me the big play he had that year. <laughs> like, I, like, pick which which national championship game did Jake Coker play in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I can't name that but um, I do know. I think in, he's the one that threw the passes to O.J. Howard. I think that's Jake Coker. I there what? Yeah, I I I think you're right. Um, 
and I believe that was the game where he put this pass uh, like on the right on the right sideline exactly where it needed to be. Can't name you. Can't tell you who caught oh, it. Oh, it was for Stewart. It was for um, Octavius Orlandis. Uh, started with an O. Mm-hmm. Had some extra syllables in there. Stewart. Yes, that was Jake Coker. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I mean, just put it exactly. Could have where been it Cam Sims though. But yeah, but the point being, this is new to me, and I refuse to play. I just cannot get excited about quarterbacks who may or may not play there because most of them – what has happened is we get a guy who's so far and away better than everyone else. He's going to start until he is finished his junior year. Then he's going to go to the NFL. And then the wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Um, The next guy might be a senior, so we might just get one year out of this guy. And then by that time, there will be a sophomore ready to step in in the whole process – I'm just going to, and this is cliche, and I really don't mean it to be to be jerkish, but I'm just going to trust the process on this, and it's just going to shake itself out. It's it's really remarkable how <clears throat> like unsexy recruiting has become. <laughs> like, I'm, the world caught up with me because I have always been this. I don't care. I know, I know. I mean, I was always the I was always the one out of you, me, and Freezer who, uh, mm-hmm. you know. They uh, actually cared about recruiting, and it just, it got to the point where it's like, um, unless it's an Evan Neal, like who's like six ten and four hundred pounds, then you who you know is going to excel at, at tackle. You've got to have such high quality YouTube highlights to even get me to click yeah. on your thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have to be you have to be a freak of nature, honestly, yeah. to get to get me excited about it. Because now, also, I think that. Age has done that to me too. Like when I see these guys now, unless they are just giant freaks of nature, yeah, I'm like, look at that little fella. Look at that little fella playing. I mean, I when I saw Bryce Young, I was like, how how does he survive when those monsters hit him? I'm scared. Like, never. So yeah, it just I I can't do it anymore. Um, And even like Will Anderson, who plays freakishly well. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned Evan Neal. Like Evan Neal, I don't know where he hit three hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's all muscle, man. So the body types of these guys has changed to where they are not um, as awe-inspiring as they are just incredibly physical specimens. Which is, I think, I'm 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 behind the curve on adjusting to that. I have sure. not adjusted to that yet. Like, I'm not as amazed by linemen that runs 4-9 as I should be. <laughs> as I would be, oh, my God, look at Terrence Cody. Yeah. He's yeah, a yeah, yeah. crazy man. Like, so I'm man, still, I, I have not guy. adjusted yet. But, yeah, the recruiting bit just is not going to ever do anything for me because, my God, how many times do we get fooled by some Alabama running back and it, enter your school and position here during your version of the A-Day game. We always get duped by somebody. And that Roy Upchurch is going to fucking... He's, I think he's going to do it. I think... Uh, Jimmy... I still hold out hope for Jimmy John. <laughs> oh, didn't he get arrested, like, selling acid? Yeah, or... you know. Sometimes you sell stuff that are not delicious sandwiches. But, but it was like a pill that had, like, a stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Mercutio gave Romeo in that... Uh, Baz Lerman's... Romeo and Juliet. Sure. Sure. Don't act like you haven't seen. I have not. Nineteen Fifteen to twenty minutes of it in Rita Rosar's English class. That's yeah. the only that is my yeah. Romeo and Juliet experience. She showed you the 
The, like, Leo DiCaprio one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys are so lucky. We had to watch the, the shitty fucking 1940s one or whatever. We watched that one, too, and I preferred it infinitely. Oh, my God. Man, the I soundtrack's, didn't need to hear Love soundtrack's Fool so good. Anymore. Oh, man. Uh, soundtrack, boom, number one crush by Garbage. Uh, local God, Everclear. Uh, talk show host by Radiohead. Uh, some song by, uh, oh, Butthole Surfers are on there. I had a dream last night. Some band called Mundy, M-U-N-D-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, and Love Fool, of course. Good shit, man. Great, great soundtrack. Um, this is a football podcast, Throw the Flag Football, presented to you by 256today.com. Uh, Alabama coach Nick Saban says college football mega conferences are likely here to stay. Wow, Nick. <laughs> So we're not going to all, like, turn on a dime and go back real quick? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Also, he was out of touch on that, and he was out of touch with recruits because he lost that one guy to Clemson. My yeah. God, yeah. everybody is in the offseason, buddy. This week was the <laughs> one that told it. Like, D- the fact that that story had any legs is just embarrassing. It means, again, Twitter's not real life. Oh no one God. gives a shit. It's it- just dumb. <laughs> During now, the period, I say this. I did watch Saban in the film room breaking down an RPO today. Got real excited. Hell yeah. Got real, yeah. real excited. During an appearance on the Always College Football podcast, sounds like a piece of shit, uh, Saban <laughs> lamented the way realignment has, he lamented the way realignment has stripped the tradition associated with playing in the same conference over a prolonged period of time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree, but like, also, I'm pretty stoked about what's happening. I, I'll, I'll say this for what I believe about Nick Saban. I believe he believes that. Yeah. Because, like, I gave up on winning the SEC meaning anything a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, like, 100%. Sometimes winning the game against Georgia in the way that that game went down was an exciting of finish course, to of a course. football game. Absolutely. But the fact that we were getting a trophy at the end did not care. No. Would have been just excited if that game had happened in Athens I, or Tuscaloosa. I was Exciting excited. Game. I was excited that it allowed us to continue. Correct, but the actual the the accomplishment of winning the SEC does not do anything at all for me. However, Nick Saban has always been, and I don't. Some of that obviously is his, you know, stay focused, stay in the now. Obviously, some of that, but I think a lot of that he genuinely is excited about winning his conference, especially the Southeastern Conference. I think that's a big deal to him. Uh, Saban said on the podcast, uh, which is hosted by former Alabama quarterback Greg McElroy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, garbage. No, go to hell, Greg. (laughs) You talk about the Eagles way too much, dude. Back (laughs) off the Eagles talk. That he's in favor of players making money as long as those opportunities are earned based on performance. Hmm? So, like... Sounds good to me. Yeah. $10,000 $10, per touchdown. Not like some other maniac coach who swore he was going to quit the game if college football players ever got paid. Have not seen those resignation papers yet. Hashtag never Dabo. Uh, he sees NIL being used as a recruiting tool by some schools luring high school prospects with promises of money. Um, <clears throat> I Even in a super lame offseason, I don't think this is like a top – a hundred story. Oh my God, Shawnee, you know, I forgot. We didn't get to talk about this, I don't think, because it broke after we had recorded. And then by the next time we recorded, um, 
realignment stuff had started. Was it the Pretty Little Liars uh, movie on HBO Max? Wait, what? We're going to put a pin in what I was about to say. Tell me more. Yeah. Is that um, coming out? That's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Pretty Little Liars, I believe, Original Sin. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. I've been seeing that. Okay, all right. But no. Um, what happened was they caught the, the, the Texas A&M coach on camera saying, you're going to get a lot of money from these Yo, people yeah, in yeah, these yeah. stands. Yeah. And it was exactly what Saban accused them of doing. And then the realignment thing happened, and so it just kind of went unnoticed by the big media. Twitter got a hold of it, but like it didn't make the national rounds because it was that. something to talk about. Yeah, of course, of course. I, and, you know, Saban's, Saban's the bad guy. But <clears throat> Jimbo on the phone with UCLA. I got think you guys got to get out of there. I you, Announce it now. Announce it today. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Hey, hey, Lincoln, Lincoln, announce it today, buddy. I'm here to tell you. Don't you wait another minute. Every minute wasted is a minute you can't get back. You might as well announce it now. Get that recruiting going. Please, God, please. They're going to torch me, bud. They're going to torch me. I hate that country pump. There's a whole pack of collies outside my house wearing overalls, and they don't mean me no good. <laughs> um, well, the uh, they keep saying they're gonna make me midnight yell, and I don't want a midnight yell. <laughs> I don't want a midnight yell. Um, Jimbo don't like that. <laughs> well, the meat and potatoes. Mmm, num num num, meat uh, hunky of. <laughs> of this episode is going to be looking at the 2002-22 schedule for Alabama. Here we go. Mo Neller, the Crimson Tide opens up and is right by Utah Mo Neller. <laughs> it's not a bad Keith Jackson. <laughs> um, it's limited. It's a limited Keith Jackson. <laughs> He will he, he, look at the tapes. He never said anything more than Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> First and no, Miller. And um, Derek Lassick's having a heart attack. In seven weeks, we begin the season. Thank God. Please, God. Do we, though? I think we begin the season in about nine weeks. Uh, well, September. I already hate it. I already hate it. I miss it already. I already long for the days of neutral site match them up. Oh, yeah, me I too. Already me too. Hate it. Yep. Uh, no Virginia Tech, no uh, Michigan, no Duke, no, no, Duke, Michigan, no, no USC. Wisconsin, no USC. Um, we are kicking off the season September 3rd, 6 30 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network against your Utah State Aztecs. Aggies. These uh, are the yeah, most fearsome right. Aggies will play all year. <laughs> oh, boom. Shots fired. Uh, obviously, that's a win. Yes. I'm not going to sit around here and muck you around. <laughs> uh, it and is I, So here's my prediction for that game. A victory, and I leave complaining about the running game not being established enough. 100%. Next week. Next week. They got, you know, they got Shane Lee licking his chops, trying to prove a point against us. The next week, September 10th. 11 a.m. Central, your Fox Big Noon Game of the Week is Alabama at your Texas Longhorns. Okay. Um, okay. This is okay. interesting. This is very interesting. <laughs> like, my, I am always waiting on the, ne- on the shoe to drop. Like, uh, there's always going to be a year where Alabama just, just doesn't do it. Like, they're not going to have it. Um, 
And if I look at the roster, like we, all the receivers are gone. Yeah. Like I mean, Cam- that, that, Cameron Latu is our biggest returning producer. Yeah, like that's a real thing. Um, we lost some guys to transfer portal, got some guys in, all that stuff. But I think what I'm trying to say is we did lose some of the cheat codes that we've had for the last two years. Sure. Like, so we are going to have to maybe do it a slightly different way. Slade Bolden ain't walking through that door. <laughs> um, he's in Baltimore. I can't uh, believe he went to the draft. <laughs> and I don't think he got drafted, right? He's a unrestra- He was a free agent, signed as a free agent. Um, but – all that being said, I think Alabama wins the game, but I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's a fun game. Unless, here's what, what, what this game will tell the tale of a couple things. Is the offense back-ish to what they were last year? Mm-hmm. Or is the defense back to being a traditional Alabama defense? Is that good or a bad thing? <laughs> I mean, like the old days, like the yeah. smothering, yeah, 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 suffocating, yeah, yeah. Yeah. destructing. Like, if I would not be shocked if this. I, oh, here's my prediction: this will be a close, high-scoring game, or the gentleman's twenty-four to three Alabama victory. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. Gosh, I I just I feel silly not picking Texas, but I feel silly picking Alabama <laughs> or not picking Alabama. Um, I I mean, I, 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 could Alabama lose a game? Alabama could lose any game. Of course, of course. A, but I don't think Texas is equipped to beat Alabama just yet. Now, yeah. if Bijan Robinson comes out here and runs for six hundred yards, mm-hmm. then all then Bryce that's at Young, least six touchdowns. Yes, at least. And Bryce Young has three interceptions. Okay. Yeah. It's possible. I'm, you know what? I'm calling it Texas. Texas will win this All game. right. All right. Not happy. Somebody writing this down. We should definitely be writing this down. <laughs> you should write it. Uh, week three, September 17th. Alabama goes back home licking its wounds, if I'm right, uh, to play the ULM, fighting ULMs. <laughs> Warhawks? The only thing Warhawks. we'll remember from this game is me complaining about a punt return that we gave up in the second quarter. Yes. A punt return for a touchdown makes this game 63-7, to and I will only bitch about that punt return. But it'll be 42-7 to at the time, so that'll... <laughs> it absolutely will be. So that'll be even more annoying. <laughs> yes. Um, next, uh, the following week, Alabama hosts Vanderbilt with their second treadmill. Um... I mean, I just it it ain't there, boys. It ain't there. At least this year, we probably won't get Vanderbilt saying we want Bama and giving us something to pretend to care about in this. Just, <laughs> I look forward to a noon kickoff. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Every every now and again, uh, I'll I'll get like that uh, meme. What the of, hell is that Utah State game at seven thirty? I don't fucking. That's I guess just because it's the first Alabama game. Um, the, uh, every now and again, I'll get that meme of the Commodore saying, we want Bama, we got him next. Uh, um, Arkansas next week at Arkansas, the dangerous Fayetteville. At Arkansas, I'm not going to call a loss there. I don't think. Probably not, right? It'll be a weird game. 
it's and I hate to just always I hate because I do that every year, but like it usually is a wacky game. It's either an Alabama blowout or it is incredibly strange. Like Alabama's in the mud, they can't get going, or Arkansas just keeps throwing balls up in the air and somehow hogs come down with them. Arkansas here okay, here's what I'm gonna say. For the first time in a long time, Arkansas are playing with expectations. Yeah. We saw that materialize at the end of last year. Um, they are much improved, but they are still not deep enough. I think Alabama by three touchdowns. Alabama loses their second game of the season. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, man, Arkansas gets them early. That's 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 the sweet spot for Sam Pittman. All the games before they play Georgia is guaranteed win. Are guaranteed wins. So Alabama at three and two, three and two, rolling into Texas A and M. Well, they host they host Jumbo yes. this year, um, and I think uh, the aggressions just get taken out um, on on uh, Jimbo. I think it'll be a blowout. I just don't. And I want it to be, but I don't think it. I think Texas A and M will be a very, very, very. I mean, they beat Alabama last year. They did. I'm really I just saying did. this in the like cartoon world that I'm creating for this. Yeah, show. I'm with you. Uh, you 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 paint the, you paint with the brushes you want to paint. <laughs> you, I've been I've been the in, guy that says crazy stuff before. In this in this uh, um, uh, <laughs> in this uh, crazy world that uh, that we're painting, it's it's just teams from the old Southwest Conference beating Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> The Big Eight is going to kick the shit out of Alabama this year. <laughs> so, a and, oh, yeah, so that'd have to be A&M. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. never mind. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I think I think this game is probably kind of boring. I think it's Alabama by 10 or something like that, I think. Um, I can't imagine a scenario where they let them beat them twice. They might. I would be more surprised by Texas A and M winning this game than I would be that they roll into this game four and two. Yeah, (laughs) or three and two. I should say. I would be more surprised by Texas A and M winning than I would the cartoon world you are creating. Man, I just. Yeah, I mean you're right because A and M is probably going to drop at least one or two before they even get to Alabama. Um, I want them to. I want everybody to roll in there undefeated. I do want big game energy for yeah, of course. that one. Absolutely. Um, that is. It is going to be interesting. Who is there? Was one team who beat Saban twice? Right? Was it Clemson? Well, I mean, Ole Miss. Oh yeah, that's right. Twice. Uh, twice in a row, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Ole Miss. Yeah. yeah. God, the Hugh Freeze years. Like that Texas A and M thing looks a lot like the Ole Miss thing. Yeah. Beat Alabama, couldn't do it, and would screw up, screw themselves down the line. Like that is a model. Um, third Saturday in October, probably the it's the earliest possible third Saturday in October, October fifteenth at Tennessee. <laughs> um, Jeremy Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt, That's not accurate. <laughs> Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel trying to build on the the success that I guess you could call it from last year. Um, is this the year, the first time in more than 5,000 days? Okay. 
this is their best opportunity since they were up by, I don't know, they were winning a few years ago in fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, this is certainly their best opportunity since then. Let's look at it. Let's analyze this. Let's do a little. Let's do a little analysis here. Alabama. It's what we're facing. Where's this for. game at? This game's in Rocky Top, right? Yep. Yep. They are. Alabama's coming off of Arkansas physical game, A and M physical game with Texas. a bunch of expectations and like you know literally this circled on the calendar. They're only um, a month out from their game at Texas. Only a month out from Texas. If it's gonna be any time, it's gonna be here. I don't think it happens, but boy, could it happen. So just the just thing to, I'm struggling with is four quarters. Can they beat Alabama for four quarters? If they want to have the first opportunity to send a picture of Tennessee beating Alabama on an iPhone, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Can they hold on and do it? Um, uh, so, so you are, am I correct in saying you have Alabama at 7-0 and right now? I have Alabama at undefeated right now. Does that stay the same when Alabama goes back home to host your Mississippi State Bulldogs? Not a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Mike Leach still the coach at this point? He is. He is still there. No, I mean, He's like, d- does he survive? Oh, does he seven? survive this week seven? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be doing – I think he's going to retire from there. Um, I think they're just going to forget to fire him. Like, what we hired Mike Leach. What le- what's left, guys? What do, what do we even do next? I mean, I I could be wrong because I'm wrong about a lot of things, but for the first time in a while, this feels like the first time in a very long time that we have a bye week before LSU. Yes, I'm sure it happened last year, but it does feel like that. <laughs> you know, uh, November fifth at Baton Rouge. Death Valley. Oh man, look at all these fans dressed up as Elvis and Indian chiefs and that one kid who acts like a dinosaur and hey, it's night, it's the most dangerous boudin, boudin, boudin. Ah! The sun has set on Tiger Stadium. The band will now play neck. <laughs> the band dun, 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 dun. They can't do that anymore. They get fined. Um, now, this isn't the time, LSU. <laughs> Not yet, Brian Kelly. Not yet. You couldn't um, beat us with a loaded Notre Dame team. I uh, I don't care how many girlfriends your linebackers have this year. Not yet. <laughs> it's 0-0. Fake girlfriends, but... Um, I came across this Reddit, uh, Reddit post of... <clears throat> Who's who's the best, or what's the best uh, entrance uh, at a stadium that's not, you know, your 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 team stadium? And so many fucking people said, "Man, Virginia Tech, man, I just like you go there and like you just hear Enter Sandman and like you just know you're in the right place." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like this can't be that cool. It can't be that like it's it, it's a it's it's a pumper upper." If song. you hear Enter Sandman literally anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's Inner Sandman. It is the perfect... It's a 30-year-old song. Like, song. It like, is. But it, it, it does everything entrance music should do. Starts slow, builds up, has a recognizable kick that is just a little bit too long. 
Just a little bit too long to get to the kick, but it's inner Sandman. But there's got to be cooler things than that. I don't know. South Carolina's coming into Ric Flair music is pretty cool. Cooler than like James Hetfield going, We're off to Never Never Land. I guess it is. I mean, it's a good song. But like, I don't understand. But you're also in Blacksburg, Virginia at a stadium that might have a track around it. Yeah. I think, it, I think it does have a track around it. It just, ha- it just actually, ha- yeah. Um, so nine and zero. Nine and zero. Bold, bold predictions. Nine and zero. Alabama continues the road trip to Oxford. That's the one. That's that's, that's where they lose. That's the one. That it was too soon last year. Lane was not ready. Popcorn Gate. All the stuff. Was not ready. This year, he doesn't have a hot shot fancy quarterback. Yeah. To the likes he had before. He's going to have to coach this team. And he's going <laughs> and like and taking that toy away from him is going to make him come up with a way to beat Alabama. Like he can't just rely on Matt Corral running around like a helicopter out there. And um, and of course, like whoever's corrals backup, I'm sure, or successor, I'm sure, that has enough talent to be able to kind of bridge that gap. <clears throat> um, back home for Austin P. Austin Pay? Austin P? P. 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 I don't know. Top five coolest logo? Without yeah, a doubt. Well, they're the fighting Monopoly men. <laughs> I always call them the Papa Shangos. They are the governors. That is interesting. And they're in Tennessee. Also didn't know that. Did not. I think they're Memphis, right? They're over that way. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're somewhere in West Tennessee. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. The Big Kahuna. The Big Kahuna. The Iron Ball. The game that everybody loves. No one says at all. Should just be dissolved completely. Matt Hankins. What happens in the Iron Bowl? November 26th. They nibbled. In the, we're in Jordan Hare, right? Uh, no, we are at home. Oh, at, oh, uh, oh okay. Whew. Well, that's 14 points off the board right there. Mm-hmm. That's 14 points off the board right there. Um, I would love to say that it's going to be a close, tight, fun, well-played Iron Bowl. It won't be because this game is trash and garbage. <laughs> um, it only serves to aggravate, annoy, and uh, agitate. But I think Alabama will win a game that was not worth watching yet again. It won't be the unmitigated disaster from last year. But it will be a weird thing that if four things happen differently, Auburn would win. And if four things happen differently, Alabama would win by 70. It will not be fun. Whatever fun can be had will not be accomplished. Um, it will probably feature some wackadoodle play uh, that you say, man, in a better game, that would be exciting. But in this game, it just means now it's second and three. This game stinks. Get it out of here. Um, Alabama, 24, Auburn, 11 and a half. <laughs> I was going to say 12. Um, so, uh, I think we can just assume – that Georgia is going to win the East. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, there's nothing, there is nothing that says they shouldn't. Florida, I think, will be improved just by nature of you got Dan Mullen out, therefore you are improved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't, they're not ready to challenge Georgia. Tennessee, I think, might be improved, but they're not ready to challenge Georgia. Maybe Georgia's not undefeated. Maybe Florida, maybe Florida beats Georgia, but yeah, Kentucky is going to beat Florida or South Carolina's. I think it's one of those deals. Maybe Kentucky gets Georgia this year, and that's the crazy thing they have to go through. Yeah, yeah, they beat everybody else, but somehow Ole Miss and Kentucky are the teams that beat the winners of the respective sides. And they can print bumper stickers that says Ole Miss 24 National Champions 3, like <laughs> like they did when they beat Florida that year. Um, so Alabama versus Georgia in your 2022 SEC Championship. What happens? I mean, n- nobody – Georgia's not winning that game twice in a row. Just can't happen. <sighs> It, they're not beating – I don't know if anybody's beating Alabama twice in a row. You're making anymore. me nervous. Making me nervous. Um, <clears throat> all right. I am going to give you what collegefootballnews.com. <laughs> the official news of college football. All you have to do is go to collegefootballnews.com slash 2022 slash 06 slash ball hyphen project – I'm not doing this entire thing. Um – so these are the projections for the semifinals. And since you have Alabama, one of their teams in the semifinals, we're just going to play in this sandbox here and go with these four teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl on December 31st, 2022, in your... Actually, oh, we got the playoffs back this year? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Alabama versus USC. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance in hell. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm, we're giving that win to Alabama. You have now Absolutely. placed Alabama in the championship yes. team. Okay. Uh, the other playoff, the Fiesta Bowl, is Ohio State versus Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got to go Ohio State. They're the most talented. I think they're the most talented team in the country. Yeah. So, Alabama, Ohio State for the second time in three years. Just as I said, I don't think you. I don't think Alabama can beat them two times in a row. Woo! What 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 happens in that game? Walk us through it. Uh, in that game, if every, everybody's healthy, everybody's ready to go, everything's is as we know it now. Um, I think it turns into a big time turnover for the Ohio State defense. And they get a little cushion, uh, get a stop, kick a field goal, and win it by nine, ten points. Um, I'm gonna assume that uh, CJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over Will Anderson, who will be in third. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just the curse of Jesus Christ. They got a lot of talent on that team. <laughs> and they basically took the year off last year. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's a real boy. No, just the one. I think I just took the one. Uh, Ole Miss is my only loss, right? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 Six? Oh, we're doing a, what are we doing a whole other decade? Like a whole decade. We just what are we doing? But it's not laudable either. I mean six? Sixteen years, I mean like at every other year it should be eight. I don't think that's too greedy. One for you, one for me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, he's going to a three. Fire the coordinators. Fire the coordinators for real. Sight unseen, fire the coordinators. T-ball pickings, rest in peace. <laughs> it's a good Twitter handle. It's a good Twitter handle. <laughs> Who buys T-ball games? Buys little buys children out of T-ball games just so he can enjoy and makes them watch. <laughs> I'm gonna go a yard. <laughs> You're never going to get it. <laughs>